0: What's up, guys? You're tuned into to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday right here on Anchor, the best part of your day via podcast.
1: What's up, everybody? It is January 31st, 2022. I like you guys listening to the scoreboard, brought to you by Anchor. This is a place where two bros talk about sports, uh, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you are here with us, and for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and your RK Ryan K. How are you doing, my man? I know it's been a long time. I like you know that we got back. And a long time for you guys to hear from us. I like, guys, if we told you what the fuck happened, you wouldn't fucking believe us.
2: Yeah, man, I had a lot of weird stuff going on. And, and
1: us as a whole, like, you know, yeah. it snowed and we couldn't get together in the studio.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Dude, man, yeah, we, that, had, we had that fucking long ass, like, snowstorm and there's, like, black ice all over the damn roads and shit. Dude,
1: well, like, we had, like, Six inches of snow.
2: Yeah, and then and, and you know, up north that's a joke.
1: Yeah, but in down, the south
2: though, where they don't have any
1: snow budget.
2: They have no snow budget and it all turns into black ice and everybody's power goes out. That ain't it. Yeah. Um also you'll have to forgive me for having a little bit of a raspy throat. Um, I don't know. Some of the women might like. Yeah, so, so
1: yeah, this might be. This might be. It's like. Yeah. Like you remember how uh, you always used to call? This is a One Piece reference. You always refer to Luffy sometimes as Pretty Boy Luffy. We are gonna call you Pretty Boy Ryan.
2: Oh guy. hell yeah! You know what I mean. <laughs> raspy Ryan. <laughs> boy, raspy Ryan, Ryan and Pretty Boy Luffy. <laughs> hell yeah, man! But yeah, maybe these bitches out here for Raspy Ryan. I don't Bro, know. like to be honest with you, I remember when you was telling me
1: about pretty boy luffy i didn't understand what the fuck you was talking about until like yes. it actually happened i was like you'll know what
2: you fucking know <laughs> that shit's funny as hell bro it really is man i fucking love one piece but...
1: <laughs> pretty boy luffy hell please yeah. tell me there's going to be more instances of that because I... i'm like i'm like on dress rosa
2: um i don't i haven't seen
1: any pretty boy luffy in a while, I like they're in the thousands now, they're like in the one thousand, like six, I believe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's pretty nuts, but yeah, so 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 we don't get no more pretty boy Luffy. It's just like it's one of those things once you get a taste, you always want to see it,
2: yeah, because it's funny as
1: shit. <laughs> but uh, but we have an awesome show for you guys today, man. So we're gonna be talking about the uh. It, MLB Hall of Fame, much is my dismay because I have a lot to say about those cocksuckers because I always do have a lot They're to say. They're the about worst. Those I baseball have,
2: writers, man, they
3: suck.
1: I always have a lot to like, and A lot of people are coming uh, like coming at me. I'm going to put it all out on the table. You know what I'm saying? Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about like Tom Brady's impending retirement. Is he staying? Is he going? We don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? But first, the things that we do care about. These fucking championship games, man. I like championship weekend did not disappoint. Man, this playoff stretch did not disappoint.
2: Man, the games the weekend prior were fucking crazy. They all came down to like the last possession. Wild card um,
1: weekend was great too.
2: Yeah, wild card weekend was pretty good. I mean, I didn't really fuck with that Titans Bengals game, and that was just because watching the Titans turn the ball over 18 times cuz Ryan Tannehill's perpetually mid. That shit sucked. Like Tannehill's
1: ass, bro. Um I Well, I wouldn't say he's ass. I was telling I was telling somebody, like, I, like my man was due for a bad game. I, like Ryan Tannehill's played pretty solid football for the better part of two and a half months. Yeah. I, like but well, without without Derek Henry, I like I was at the game on Thursday night football. He started off slow, but he was a big reason why they came back in that game, you know, so it was just like he had a bad game. I'm not real. I'm not really to sit sit here and be like he's a right. bum. He's not a top ten quarterback. He's a top. T- he's a top fifteen quarterback. I felt like he would just do a bad game because he's played great football all all year long. I like you know so I feel like one game should not determine whether he's a bum or not. Now Jimmy Garoppolo is a bum.
2: Oh, he's a bum for sure. Um, the thing is, Ryan Tannehill's is in a tier of quarterback that I refer to as yeah, but. Yeah. Like, yeah, comma, but...
3: Like Derek Carr. Yeah,
2: Derek Carr's like that, too. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is that guy. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's that dude now. Now. He wasn't always that guy. Yeah. Uh, but
3: Matt
1: Ryan's also 37 years yeah, old. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, fucking... There's a lot of, like, yeah, but, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... So, um, you know, that's kind of my thing. Uh, but, yeah, Ryan Tannehill's pretty mediocre. Like, I'm not gonna... Like... I'm not going to sit here and try to highlight the dude's, like, the fucking worst thing in the fucking world. Yeah. But I – that's just kind of you, – you, you can do better. Yeah, I mean, and in the playoffs, he just perpetually just fucks up, man. Yeah. He's just not a good – I think Alex Smith was a better postseason quarterback and better quarterback than him in general. I think Alex Smith would have done more with these Titans teams than fucking Tannehill did.
1: Well, the thing is, Ryan Tannehill can kind of actually win games. Ryan Alex Smith doesn't win you games. He doesn't lose you games either, so it depends on what you value more.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, though, like I, I sit here and I think about like Alex Smith like fucking uh, you know, I think about Alex Smith having Derrick Henry. I think about him having a pretty good defense with Bud Dupree. Mm-hmm. I think about him having A.J. Brown and
1: Julio Jones, Julio
2: Jones, like I think he could have done a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I feel like that the, the offense struggled just for the mere fact, like the tight ends are like you know, Titans need to get a tight end in the offseason. Like yeah, they, they, do. they miss Johnny Smith desperately. Yeah, I like you know, and like they, they, I don't know who their tight end is now, but they're they're, they're not. Did, uh, the production Johnny Smith gave you was not replaced. No. Like you didn't, you didn't get anything viable. Right, you know what I'm saying at that position. Right. But- Right, but,
2: but the Titans didn't play this fucking weekend, so yeah, I didn't mean to get off track like that, but uh,
1: I'm sure you Titans fans are like, you know, because then again, like I said, we haven't been here in a couple of weeks, so yeah. like, you know, yeah, we were supposed to be back like two weeks ago, but life but happens. Again,
2: but again, seriously, like we had that snowstorm, yeah, and, like, and all that, shit, like, ugh. it's the
1: stuff that was out of our control, guys, yeah. you know, so so fucking, um, uh, so which one you want to go first, AFC, NFC?
2: Um we'll go after this AFC game first. Um
1: You go to the AFC? Yeah,
2: yeah, we'll talk about the AFC right. game first with Kansas City and the Bengals. So with the way that game started, I basically was like, Well damn, this is over.
1: You know? I, I didn't Ryan. I mean the thing is I know Joe Burrow is that dude. It, was, it wasn't even that Joe Burrow was a dude. I like, you know, I'll make this point, then I'll let you make your point. I feel I was telling somebody. I was like, bro, that Buffalo Bills game took it out of them. Like it, it was one of those type of things. Like, and it, it kind of—it brought me back to whenever. That's actually a good point. I, it brought it brought me back to like a game that I had when I was uh, when I was playing high school football, and it happened exactly like it. Like my senior year, we played this team. Played this team, in Greenville. They had the best quarterback, like in the region and all that stuff. And it was like a really big game. Like you know, it was back and forth. You know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be a Friday game, but it was a Saturday game so we went in there like it was probably the best game we played as a team and that took everything out of us all right that was by far the best team we played you know what i'm saying so by the time we get to the playoffs which i forgot i think we we played this team called jl man we started off gangbusters in the first half second half we were flat and that's exactly what happened to the kansas city chiefs
2: yeah no i mean that can happen and that's a very good point i didn't even think about that but uh What I was going to say is, um, you got to give the Bengals credit for, um, so, the cheat code against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs has been running uh, two deep safety. Uh, The Bengals went against the script, and they did um, one deep safety, Mm -hmm. and they were really able to harass the shit out of Mahomes with Mm -hmm. that. And they dropped eight in coverage, and they're just like, fucking do something about it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's tough for such a pass-reliant offense mm-hmm. like the Chiefs to deal with. Because, you know, Jarek McKinnon's nice, and, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire's all right, but, you know, like. The thing is, too, like a lot of Kansas City's offense is predicated on explosive plays, big chunk plays. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you got a 25-yard seam. Mm-hmm. You got a fucking, oh, man, Tyreek Hill caught the ball in a post mm-hmm. pattern. And a lot of those plays be very deflating for a defense. Exactly. So they started dropping eight in coverage, and they were just like, hey, man, do something. And they couldn't really. And they were able to get pressure with Trey Hendrickson mm-hmm. still and DJ Reader and just their front four sometimes. So that uh, was really a big deal, and that, it was a
1: huge adjustment that the Bengals made. That, that, that was a big deal, but my thing was, for me, I felt like, like Patrick Mahomes, I felt like was trying to be too cute. And I feel like you know – I'm yeah. not putting all of it on him, but he deserves 60% of the blame because as I watched this game – at the at the end of the half, you take the three points. Yeah, I'll that like,
2: was I, really arrogant. I like you them take, not you, taking you, that field goal. They the, lost because of that.
1: Yeah, you lost because of that. You take the three points. You take points however you can get them. You know what I'm saying? I can understand like the offense is rolling, but no, at that point, that that wasn't the time to try to be cute and try to go or try to go for it. Take the fucking points. Like and to me, I feel like that was that was the difference in the game, you know what I'm saying, going into, because I felt like they were letting him hang around, especially in the second half, whenever they couldn't get no offense going, and the mere fact, like, you know, a lot of those plays, Patrick Mahomes should have just thrown the ball away, he held on to the ball way too long. Way yeah. too long. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of those drives, he could have been in field goal position. But since he wanted to uh, run around and stuff, it, uh, he took a sack. Instead of just throwing the ball yeah. away, he got out of field goal position. Yeah. He left a lot of field goals out on the field. Yeah, if they, he couldn't they, get touchdowns, he left some field goals out on yeah, the field. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, and when you have a kicker like Butker, you – The thing is, man, in the playoffs, you got to you gotta get points on the board, man. No because matter – no matter, doesn't matter how you get it. Well, because the thing is, too, like, you don't really know how those points are going to end up affecting the game narrative. Yeah. At the end of the game, when they kicked that field goal to tie, you know, when they got into field goal range mm-hmm. with Butker to tie the game before it went to OT, if they had kicked that field goal at the end of the first half, that field goal wins them that game. We're not having this conversation.
1: Most definitely.
2: And that's the thing. And you're exactly right. Like he took some bad sacks, he held onto the ball too long, because he's always looking to force the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. And you know that's something that he's he's fucking he's a phenomenal talent. He's 26 years old. He's an MVP. He's 25 or yeah, 25 years yeah. old. He's a fucking MVP of the league. You know, Super Bowl MVP. Like all has been to like fucking before this. He had been to like four straight AFC Championship yeah. games. Or no, this was the fourth straight AFC Championship game he's been to. Yeah, um, he was in the Super Bowl last year. You know, mm-hmm. you know, after winning a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like it's he's a phenomenal talent, but he's he still has flawed. room to get better. Yeah, that's what's so fucking scary,
3: really. Yeah, he's is still like, flawed.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. Like no quarterback's perfect. So you know, he him learning to take that. That what the defense gives him mm-hmm. is going to be a big part of his development. Matriculating matriculating down the field. Like, hey, man, you want to give me a nine-yard out route because you dropped eight? Cool. Or you want to give me this fucking slant? Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, this six-yard slant? Okay, cool. Like, he's got he's to get a little bit more patient. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, and I understand. He throw the ball 60 fucking yards in the air. Ease. Like, I get it. I get it. You know, you see, you see Tyreek Hill, fucking oh, man, you think Tyreek's got to do beat, but he threw a pick at the end of, at I, I think it was it's an a, overtime. And overtime, he threw a pick because he saw Tyreek Hill and he tried to force the ball to him. Yeah. You know, like that's what I'm saying. He's got he's got to get a little bit better about that. But um, also shout out Joe Burrow. You know, he got beat the fuck up like he has this entire playoffs. But yeah. It just doesn't really phase him like that. Uh, you know, he goes, he makes plays when he fucking needs to. He's he's yeah, a stud, man. He
1: has ice in his veins. Now the D line he's gonna be facing in, like you know, in the Super Bowl, that's a whole different animal. But we're gonna be talking about that next week. We're gonna we're gonna wait yeah. till next week to, like you know, to give yeah. our Super Bowl predictions. But like you know, shout out to Joey B. It was like, it uh, Ryan. I don't know about you, but it I was watching at a bar in like a halftime, and it just it just didn't seem that they were never out of this game. Right, it didn't seem like they were out of right.
2: It. I felt like, so I felt like they were out of the game because of the way the Chiefs just quickly like hung twenty one on them. Yep. Yeah. But the but what 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 happened is there was a little sliver of hope like when they fucked up that field goal opportunity. I was yeah. like, well, I was like that should give that should give Cincinnati something. To
1: come back out and sure enough. And the mere fact they like they could not, they could uh, Kansas City couldn't score and you allowed them to hang around. Cincinnati's one of those type of teams. You cannot allow those
3: dudes to hang around. No,
2: absolutely not, because they just have too many weapons, man. Mm-hmm. Like fucking Joe Mixon. And dude, at the end of that game, Joe Mixon was killing them. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like on that last drive, just like to kick the field goal in overtime, yeah. Joe Mixon was killing them. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon and T. Higgins. That's the fucking thing, man. You can't stop everybody. Yeah. Like, you just can't. Like, fucking, yeah, you know, Jamar Chase is this electric, wonderful rookie. Yeah. But you just can't stop. Like, T. Higgins is a freak. Tyler Boyd is your third receiver. Yeah. Tyler Boyd's a stud. Tyler Boyd would be a number two or a number one in a lot he of places. Be, yeah. He's really fucking good. He's just in Kansas, in Cincinnati... When you have Jamar Chase and T Higgins, Higgins, you ain't, he ain't the guy. Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. You know, they just have a lot of weapons. And the thing is, they're going to
1: be around for a while.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, shout out the Bengals. Um, yeah, like well, I got like a shout out to the few
1: Bengal fans that I know. And I'm not talking about the people that live in Ohio, I like you know what I'm saying because the people that live in Ohio are, like always like the group for our, the Ohio team that's doing well. Yeah, that's you know, true. All like, you know what I'm saying, like people I haven't seen Bengal fans all year and all of a sudden I have a lot, a lot of my Ohio friends about yeah, go Bengals I'm like, bro. That's not that's not it. No, it's not. I know two Bengals fans, I like, you know, in like in, in my life.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the biggest the the most impressive accomplishment that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have had this season is making it cool to pull for the Bengals. Yeah, because that was not a good franchise to pull for. Well, I like for a you know, time. they
1: haven't made it cool to pull for the Bengals since T.J. Houshmandzadeh and Chad Johnson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, for real. Like and all those guys. So, um, but yeah, so
2: moving on to the NFC game though, um, fucking. Dude, the 49ers, man, it was so weird watching that game because it was just like... They were in it. They had (sighs) it. So the 49ers really, really match up really well with the the Rams. Rams. Yeah. Like, so the way that Jimmy Garoppolo, where Jimmy Garoppolo wants to go with the ball, is literally like the weak parts of the Rams' defense. Mm -hmm. Like he wants to do check down stuff. He wants to hit stuff, like he wants to get he wants to get to, he wants to get players in open
1: space where so they can get yards after catch.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like he wants to get like he wants to slip dudes behind linebackers. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, man, it's like the way that Jimmy G runs an offense. Literally, it's it lined up really perfectly with the few weaknesses the Rams defense has. Yeah. Because the thing is, the Rams have some really good pass rushers, some really good players, but they also they also, their corner situation opposite, you know, Ramsey's not very good. Their linebacker situation in general is not very good. Yeah. Like, safety's kind of a problem for them. So, you know, like I said, it just, it just, and the thing is, too, um, the fucking 49ers have one of the better, like, they can rush four and kill teams. Yeah. Like, because. Like Armstead, Bosa, and Bosa, like they're just monsters. Kawan Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they, they have a really good line. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of the big strengths of the
1: Rams. Nick Bosa quietly had 15 sacks this season. Yeah, which was just, crazy because I've seen Nick Bosa play in Tennessee and he was
2: quiet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like very just quite another quiet year, double digit sacks. You know, that's what I'm saying, man. Like. You have this great line, and you know the Rams have a good O line. They do, but the thing is, they're a little banged up. Like Whitworth's a little banged up, and he's old. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Hall of Fame left tackle. But yeah, he's he's a little banged up. So you have that going on. Stafford, Stafford was under duress a fair amount, but you know he he did pretty well. I mean, he dealt with that all of his life, and yeah, this is not the for him. (laughs) Exactly, um, dude. He had two, like, this game shouldn't have been as close as it was because the Rams dropped multiple touchdowns. Yeah. Cooper Cup dropped one, and I can't remember who dropped the other one. Odell? No, it wasn't Odell. I, I know
1: Odell dropped, like a, like, a pass or two.
2: Yeah, but he didn't drop a touchdown. I can't remember who dropped the touchdown. Um, But, yeah, so, like I said, it was kind of just, like, it was a good game. You know, Debo Samuel's a freak, dude. Yeah. I, I gotta say that to you. That, that guy is a fucking freak of nature.
1: I like, do That I like. I felt so sorry. That dude left it out on out on the field, man. I oh like, yeah. Much respect to him. Yeah, man. He was. I cr- like say say like he 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 like he kind of carried this team on his back.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was like he was like the biggest part of their offense. Best player on their offense by a lot. Um, what was crazy to me is. Um, I know, like, after the game, you know, he's on this bench, like, crying and stuff. Mm. I remember sitting there, I was talking to my dad about it. I was like, Yeah, man. I was like, uh, It's really devastating for him because the dude's never really played relevant football. Yeah. Before the 49. I was like, You know, this isn't uh, me being a Clemson fan trying to be an asshole to fucking South Carolina fans, but it's just like, Debo Samuel played on some really fucking bad teams. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, you know, it just is what it is.
3: Yeah,
1: I like it and for him to be so close.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, to be so close. I like you know, like I said, they had him that yep. like they had him on the ropes.
2: Yep, you yep. know what I'm
1: saying? Like, you know, they had him beat, you know, like you know. But shout out to the uh, to the Rams because I know Aaron Donald said, like, this was perfect for us. I like this was everything we needed, you know what I'm saying? To be the chance to go to the Super Bowl against a team that we don't care for that's in our division. I like, you know, if this isn't enough to make you play
3: well and go all out, yeah, play nothing will.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, and both games were good games. They're entertaining, and that's really what you, that's what you want from your NFC Championship games and your, your AFC championship. championship games. Like, I think about like what was it last year? The Bucks got to play the Saints yeah. for free. Yeah, and the fucking end. The end of Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a hundred fucking eight years old. Yeah, and then like like just the playoff the quality of playoff games this year were just better for whatever reason and I, you know I'm grateful for it like yeah you know like the Chiefs beat the shit out of the fucking Steelers that Titans Bengals game was pretty rough to watch because fucking Joe Burrow got sacked nine times but yeah. then Tannehill threw 17 interceptions yeah but the
1: Steelers had no business being there. everybody
2: no, knew no you know what I'm saying like Dude, fucking watching the Packers lose was funny as shit. I know it was funny for you. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, I mean it was just ridiculous. Should've never happened. Oh
1: like watching the Bucks lose it was great.
2: Oh yeah. Watching that happen back to back days was fucking hysterical.
1: <laughs> it was a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, that was a good weekend for sure.
2: But
1: <laughs> Oh like, you know, then Buffalo losing, that was a great weekend. Yeah, too. see
2: see I was pulling for Buffalo but I, I I know you weren't for obvious reasons, but
1: I was pulling for him against New England, but like against uh like against Kansas City. Fuck Buffalo.
2: Yeah, no, nah, like I said. I
1: like I, I said. I need for us to win another title, which probably will never will never happen before Buffalo wins one. Fuck
3: Buffalo. Yeah. I like and yeah. I
1: have a lot of but friends that are Buffalo fans. Y'all know I love you, but fuck y'all. Got a lot of got a lot of uh, respect for Bills Mafia, but fuck you. Yeah, yeah. That's
2: just how it is when that, you got a team that, in your division I like, like that. that.
1: That's just how it is. Like you know, what I'm saying I, I don't want y'all to. I don't. I. I no can't do it right can't do it so coming up next some more snubs in the baseball hall of fame like we're not fucking surprised but we're going to get into that next on the scoreboard on anchor
4: Emery king here at smb auto brokers in Greencastle, indiana and it's a booty day. If you don't purchase a car from SB Auto Brokers, we'll find you. We'll punch you in your face. You can't be saying that. Don't tell me out of freedom, man. Shit. If you purchase your next vehicle at SB Auto Brokers in the next 30 days, we'll give you $200,000 cash back. If you purchase your next vehicle at SB Auto Brokers, you'll be entered for a chance to win a free lift kit to a Hyundai Sonata. If you purchase your next vehicle at s Auto Brokers, I guarantee I'll stop smoking meth and punching your sister in her face. If you think I enjoy doing car commercials, you're out of your fucking mind. I forgot my hat that says I'd rather be fishing. If you purchase your next vehicle from SB Auto Brokers, we'll build you a brand new house. And when we get the bus there and we tell them, move that bus, we'll be like, psych, because we ain't got that kind of money. If you purchase your next vehicle from SB Auto Brokers, I'll take a shit in a sandbox and be like, rare. You can't say $200,000. Why can't I say $200,000? We don't have $200,000. You can't make these outrageous claims. Outrageous sells cars, bro, trust me. Remember the name, s Auto Broker, where you get Mercedes treatment with Dotson Credit. We don't care if you filed bankruptcy. We don't care if you're going through a divorce. I give two shits about how ugly you are. I'm Emory King. Keep me in mind next time you want to promote your business or your product. Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife's ass cheeks when I was fucking alone with stuff. Weed. Hila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. How, a, was, how was your movie, by the way? Oh, I missed I, it. Mine, mine went straight to DVD, just like yours. <laughs> but it was lit, baby! It was, it was, it was.
0: What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by Nobody. Because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but um, I know where that hand's been. And this. they make sure you ain't Holy
2: crap, I don't know who the hell we think we are.
0: You couldn't stay off the weed. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? playoffs i just hope we can win a game so with that being said here are my two favorite guys hbk and the arcade
1: we back everybody it's that time let's our uh, quote of the week i got one i'll go first i'll go first i like i think this i like this applies to me a lot and it says i love when they So, i love when people think that you are nobody you turn out to be the goat
2: I like it. I was
1: like, I, like, I, I feel like that's like me, just for the mere fact, like a lot of people thought that I wasn't gonna be shit, and I turned out to be pretty damn good. Yeah, I, that, that
2: is kind of an interesting thing. I mean, cause like, I had a little bit of that in my life. Like, I got picked on a lot growing up and shit, mm. and now I have a shit ton of friends and like,
1: and like pe- people that like, I don't even people that i haven't spoken to in years will be like yo man we should hang out and i'll be like that's a no but okay. yeah
2: yeah that's what i'm saying it's it is kind of funny when you have stuff like that though for real like i I, i've talked about it once if i've talked about it a thousand times like off the podcast like i'll never forget like i um you know i went with i'm from a small town belton and um the high school combines like so like there's a town called Belton. There's a town called Honeypath. The Belton kids sucked dick. Yeah. When I was there, now I got to, I got a fresh start at high school. And I made a decent amount of friends. I got like really popular. Yeah. And a lot of the kids that slept on me had to just watch me like be the, cool now. Yeah, so they had to eat that yeah so like that shit is really funny
1: that shit is really cool i like you know p like i got dudes that like you know that were like the popular guys in uh high school like you know they'd be like hey maybe we should hang out sometime i'll be like no because if i you wasn't trying
2: to hang out with me then why are we trying to hang hang out out now now." yeah like you
1: know i'm still that same person
3: yeah slept on
2: yeah exactly that's the thing too like it's it is it is really funny when you have bullshit like that like straight up so i'm still the same person so but um My quarter of the week goes to Austin Eckler. (laughs) He was on the Dan Levitard show. Okay. And he goes, he was sitting there, he goes, the first time I saw Rivers with his kids, I thought he was doing a meet and greet with like some youth. Then come to find out that's just his
3: family? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Philip Rivers, boy. Wow. Man, your, your running back just killed you, dog.
1: Wow. I like Philip Rivers, got like 18 kids.
2: Man, for real, he got like nine. He got like nine ass kids. That shit's hilarious. Pull out game week. Yeah, man. It's non-existent.
1: Pull-out game. Well, all I do, Philip Rivers, all I do, he he didn't know the meaning of, like, you know what I'm saying, smashing a single mom and and eating fruit snacks. That was just never in his itinerary.
2: No. He's he's on that Catholic guy grind. That's that's all that is. He's like, yeah, I don't pull out. I'm just going to have nine kids. I'm going to sleep in his
1: pussy. I'm going to sleep in his
2: pussy. Kevin Costner did that same shit. Kevin Costner, Catholic as a motherfucker. Kevin Costner got, like, eight kids. Sleeping
1: in his pussy.
2: Sleeping. Live in it. I'll die here. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> I said I die. here. Go into the pussy. Live there. Die, die there. there.
3: Stupid <laughs> as
1: hell. So man, another thing that is stupid as hell. Like, and I can't believe like we're actually talking about this again. I think we're just gonna be talking about this for the, just forever because there are some more snubs. I think David Ortiz is the only person to get in this year. Yeah, he
2: was. He 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 got in this year. Nobody else did. I mean, shout out Big Poppy. He deserves it. Yeah, he deserves it. He's like the Big fucking Poppy, man. Was great. Poppy Poppy deserves that. But uh Listen, man.
1: But people are more concerned about the motherfuckers that didn't make it.
2: Yeah, I mean the thing is, dude, baseball hall of fame's trash. The writers are fucking The thing is. You can't even necessarily be mad at the baseball hall of fame as an institution. It's the fucking people that the, vote for it. That the goddamn baseball writers association. And a lot Those of Those are- people are fucking fuckers and a lot of them are fucking cowards too yeah they're pussies i'm glad that you have to they, they're having to start putting their names on these fucking ballots i'm glad they're like i'm glad i'm glad dude i've been calling it for that
1: for years yeah you guys are fucking cowards good yeah, they are they're fucking well, just, dog I, shit pussies because i remember like a couple years ago i want not say four or five years ago I, me and ryan was talking about this exact same thing mm-hmm. you know like there was somebody that thought that hank aaron wasn't a hall of famer i need to know who they are
2: yeah, I mean that's the thing, man. Like I don't care about
1: the system about there shouldn't be a hundred percent. Fuck that. Fuck that. I like you know what I'm saying? No, that for something that egregious, you need to put your name on it and I need to know who you are so I can so I can escoriate you disrespectfully.
2: Yeah, I mean No disrespect to Mariana Rivera, obviously. Greatest closer of all time. Great. But the fact that he was the first person... To get 100%. Or 100% and the dude threw one pitch. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, like that's kind of clown shit. And I ain't got no, anything to do with him. That's the writers. Yeah, but that's just, that's my point. But, but Them my, motherfuckers like,
1: are clowns. It's not even the Mariano Rivera. But my thing is like, you know, he... If if y'all thought he deserved 100%, there were a lot more other guys that exactly. deserved
2: 100%. Exactly. If he's the guy that gets that honor, you're telling me King Griffey Jr. didn't deserve that. Yeah. You're telling me Nolan Ryan didn't deserve that. You're telling me Tom Seaver didn't deserve that. You're telling me that Hank Aaron didn't deserve, deserve that. that. Are you fucking stupid? Like, what is wrong with y'all? Roberto Clemente. Yeah, just they're dumb. Just dumb. It's just <laughs> dumb, dumb as fuck. Like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Like, they are
1: brain dead. I like, bro. I like, they. we need to get some new, like, you know, infusion of, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, of writers there. I like, the only person I, I, I respect
2: that has a fucking vote is Tim Kirchin. Tim Kirchin's, and Tim, Kirchen, Tim, Tim Kirchen, Kirchen oh. stands in front of his ballot every year. Every year. Every year. He tells you who he voted for and why. Yeah. Every year. Every fucking he, year. He, he does stands it. on it. And even if
1: you don't agree, agree with, with it, it, you respect it because he puts his name on it. Yeah. And like, and he gives you valid points as to why he chose what he did. I'm not saying they should do all that, but but some of the egregious stuff they do, they need to put their fucking name on it. Yeah. Just- you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I I, I I posted on Twitter, I want to say like two weeks ago, and I had people attack me, you know, and like, because me and Ryan d- discussed this at nauseum, but like, I, I, it's a, I believe Barry Bond should be in the Hall of Fame. I, I feel like the people that word that did use that stuff should be in there and like and i told this one person he said like as soon as they let Bud seal again y'all y'all lost every argument Absol- could, absolutely with, with i me. i
2: agree i agree with that ten thousand percent like like Bud league literally and and it's the same thing it always fucking is anytime baseball is mismanaged and you know the commissioner does this dog shit fucking like you know because okay players went on, like, there was the strike here in 94. We come back, and then...
1: Maguire and Sosa. So,
2: Maguire and Sosa and Griffey are in this home run race. Obviously, Griffey trails off Mm -hmm. because Griffey wasn't juicing the way that Sosa and Maguire were. But, you know, you have this big three-way home run race. And that's the big thing is, like
1: that resurrect, that that's what made baseball
3: popular again. again
2: exactly because the thing is anytime you have a sport go on strike it damages the popularity of that sport it, it, without fail yeah it always has yes because the thing is you're alienating your fans your fans are pissed off like hockey like a hockey fans will tell you more than anybody yeah they have to deal with this shit every two seasons it yeah it feels like you all know
1: or more than anybody yeah
2: they deal with it more than anybody um, so that's my thing, man, is so they always figure out something, you know, they always figure out something, Bud Selig quite literally knew that, like, he knew this was going yes, on. He
1: profited off it. Yes, he did. He's so, like, like,
2: and Ryan, I think like.
1: Because I tell people, like, you know, me and you argued this ad nauseum. I think, because you was on one way and I was on the other way. And I feel but like. No, no, I, I,
2: I'm completely well, on the other side of the street now. So
1: I was like, because I, I remember I told somebody, whenever I told Ryan that, like, you got to think, Ryan's a baseball aficionado here. When I brought up Buck Selig and Ryan had to sit back and be like, I yeah. get that.
2: No. Well, 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 the thing is, here's he, he how I really felt about it. Right when Bonds and Clemens were up. I was like, fuck them. Yeah. I knew that if I sat on it for a little while, eventually I'd get there. Here we are at the end of the 10 years that you can be at on your ballot. I've said the last four fucking seasons that them motherfuckers should be put in. Here's the thing. The Baseball Writers Association of America punishes people for being assholes. Barry Bonds is not a nice man. But now there was Ty Cobb. No, he wasn't. But the thing is, that wasn't as well known then.
1: But my thing is we gotta have that same energy. Right, right,
2: exactly. We exactly.
1: Can, we, we like my thing is I hate him, but Kurt Schilling, like, didn't didn't cheat the game. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. You can't. You but gotta, they they punish him for the same reasons. You can't extend the goalposts. Yeah. Whether it's gonna be cheating or whether it's gonna be you're an asshole. You
0: can't
2: have both. If it it literally is based on the merit of It is the Baseball Hall of Fame. It is not the good human. Man, I saw Bamani Jones. He was talking and he literally said, "Kurt Schilling called me a racist. Yeah. I still think he should be in. Yeah. He's like, because the guy's resume is unbelievable. Speaks for himself.
1: And like, and I tell some people that like this, that, and the third. Off. Like, if you want to bring up somebody who, if you want to bring up somebody who has great character and has numbers, explain Fred McGriff to me. They
2: explain can't. that they can't. You can't. They can't. It's they can't.
1: They- oh, you can't. That's what I said. The goalposts changing. Like you know, all right, like you know, saying Barry Bonds and uh, like and Roger Clemens cheated, but Kurt Schilling didn't. Why isn't he in? Right. Exactly. Well, well, like, well, he, well, he was a he was a dick. Fred McGriff wasn't he? He has numbers. Yeah, exactly. So that still pisses me off that Fred McGriff is not an. I think,
2: yeah, I think that's a travesty. That's a travesty because it is. He was great. Yeah, he was unbelievable. God. But so, thing is, man, Schilling, all time great postseason pitcher, um, just all time great pitcher. He should be in. Barry Bonds is the home run leader. Whether you fucking like it or not, he is the home run leader. Yeah. I saw a fucking crazy stat. That if you take... I sent this to you. Yeah. If you took away every one of his home runs and turned them into outs, his own base percentage is higher than Poppy's still. Yeah. You turn all 755 of his home runs into outs, his own base percentage is still higher than David That's the ridiculous. Days. That is an insane... Statistic.
1: I told I told somebody. All right, you take away thirty percent of his home runs, thirty percent. Take away his steroid stats, he's still a Hall of Famer.
2: That's the thing. The dude won four MVPs before he started juicing in San Francisco. When he was a Pittsburgh Pirate, he was that little wiry motherfucker with the mustache. Yeah. That guy won four MVPs. Yeah. Because that guy was unbelievable. Roger Clemens is the same way. You know what Roger Clemens was before he started juicing? Cy Young winner. A four-time Cy Young winner. What the fuck are we talking about here? What are we here? talking about? Like, the dudes just were unbelievable. They were Hall of
1: Famers before they ever touched and, juice. And, and that's the... And, I can, and I'll give Ryan credit for that. That's what makes Ryan upset. The mere fact that Ryan felt like they didn't need it. That's what pisses Ryan Oh, out.
2: absolutely. Because they didn't. They cheated. They cheated themselves. Like, you know, when I look at Ryan Braun... And how much shittier he got after he stopped juicing. Yeah. Yeah. That made sense to me. I don't have to like Ryan Braun because he cheated the game. He cheated us. But he made millions off of that. Yeah. That he wouldn't have made otherwise because he was an average player.
3: hmm
2: Makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking fine. You're Ryan Braun and you're, you're not a fucking 300 hitter with power yeah. without juicing. You're like a 260 hitter same, with some power. I was the
1: same thing with Mark McGuire. I like, you know, Sammy Sosa. Yeah. I like them, but they weren't Hall of Famers without steroids. Exactly.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, that frustrates me. Alex Rodriguez never needed to touch a yeah. steroid. He never. never. He did not need to. That's what frustrates yeah. me about guys like them. You didn't need to do that. You were fucking A-Rod. Mm-hmm. You were the best shortstop in baseball. And, it, and at one point, it wasn't even close. Yeah, like my God, you were the only power hitting shortstop and like ever. Yeah, really, it was like Cal Ripken Jr. and you. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So, yeah, man. When you look at, when you look at it, and you look at the Baseball Hall of Fame.
1: It like it's a so joke. You,
2: if you go to Cooperstown, you're supposed to go around the museum, and you're supposed to look at all these plaques. You're supposed to look at all these dudes that were great players on teams during their generation and they were some of the best players of their generations. Mm -hmm. When you go around and you're walking around that museum, that tells a story. Yeah. Like if you're looking through, you know, let's say you're looking through the fucking 80s and 90s, you look at Cal Ripken Jr., Mm -hmm. the Iron Man, breaking fucking Lou Gehrig's record. At a shortstop, Yeah. You look around, you fucking, uh, you know, you see Ozzy Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, you see whoever. You know what I mean? Like, you literally can go around, like, okay, if you're looking around, you're looking at Nolan Ryan yeah. still. Dude was dominant from the 60s to the 90s.
1: You can't tell the story of baseball without Roger Clemens and Barry Barnes. That's
2: and That's exactly my whole point that I'm getting at. You're talking about the all-time Cy Young award winner. Baseball, so in baseball's Hall of Fame, we do not have the all-time hits leader. We do not have the all-time hits leader. We do not have the all-time home runs leader mm-hmm. and we do not have the all-time Cy Young winner. You're telling me you're telling the story of baseball without those three without those
1: dudes thought that was three integral. Because the thing is, you know what I'm saying? Even in a story, you also have to have your bad and your infamous parts, too.
2: Yes, exactly. Like, the thing is, you know, really, Sheila's show should be in because of the Black Sox. Bro, like, Brian tells
1: me all the time. Like, yo, he said, like, he hit, he, hit, he batted 300 and hit the only home run in that game. I mean, in that series. Like, like how did he throw that World Series?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like now... The, the dudes that, like, watched it were like, listen, there were some balls that, like, he kind of, like, could have got to normally that he yeah. kind of drug ass on. Yeah. And the thing is, they all kind of decided by about game five or whatever the fuck to stop throwing it. Like, I can't remember what it was. Like, by about game five or something, they were like, okay, fuck this. Yeah. And, you know, because the papers were killing them. hmm And they lost in game seven. You know, so it is what it is. My thing is, man, you look at all these dudes that, like I said, to me are integral parts of the lore, yeah. And because that's the thing about baseball is that it's a romantic kind of game, like, you can romanticize Roberto Clemente, yeah, you can romanticize. Willie Stargell. Mm-hmm. You can romanticize...
3: Sandy Koufax.
2: Sandy Koufax. Like, there's a lot of these, like, guys that you can go, like, Carl Hubble striking out fucking, you know, Murderer's Row. Ted
1: Williams, Mickey Mantle.
2: That's what I'm saying. There's all these wonderful names attributed to this wonderful game. Mm-hmm. Hank Greenberg. There's all these fucking names you can sit here and comb through. through you know? You're telling me... You look me dead in the face... You're telling me that Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, hell, fucking Curt Schilling. Yeah. You know, she was Joe Jackson, Pete Rose. They don't deserve to be they in. They don't that. deserve to be in. Pete Rose is a dickhead. You know what? Pete Rose bet on baseball. So fucking then what? Right. I don't care. He deserves- Roger Clemens took steroids. I don't, I don't care. care.
1: Oh. Fucking. Because the thing is for me is I can take steroids and I can't put up those type of numbers. Exactly. You still had to see the fucking
2: ball. You still got to see it. Roger Clemens still had to throw, still had to locate. Yeah. Like, yeah, he always threw hard. That was the big thing with him. He threw like 95 and up. Yeah. Like, he could throw hard. That was a big thing for him. hmm You know? But, <laughs> you know, like, you still have to locate a slider. Do steroids do that for you? No. No, they don't. Steroids don't help you throw a slider. Might so, give you some miles per like, hour on it, but
1: I like and I tell people this all the time. Like, and so some like so a baseball historian said this, and he said like he knows a bunch of pitchers, like you know, past and present that faced Barry Bonds, and like you said, a lot of them were great pitchers. I'm not going to reveal their names out. But he said they said Barry Bonds was the only uh, only hitter they faced that didn't have a fucking strike zone.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That didn't have a strike zone. He was like, Barry Bonds is the only pl- only hitter I have ever seen to get walked when the bases were loaded. That might have happened with Babe Ruth. We didn't have cameras then. I saw that shit happen.
2: It did happen. They were playing the Diamondbacks. The fucking Giants were sitting there. They were down two. Bases were loaded. They walked Barry Bonds. And it fucking worked. Diamondbacks got out of it. Yeah. It worked. They walked in and running instead of let that fucker hit. Yeah. They're like, nah, go to first. <laughs> Fuck you. You had that. Uh, you can, you
1: can had that shit. I like, but I, I, I saw that. Steroids don't do that because the thing is, people still weren't walking Mark Maguire. People weren't walking Sammy Sosa even though they knew. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, it's levels to this. It's always levels. Barry to this. Bonds
2: could just fucking hit, man, plain and simple. He had great vision, he didn't swing at bad pitches, eating himself out. The only time Barry Bonds ever struggled significantly was when the Braves and the Pirates played in those NLCS championships. Yeah. Man, he couldn't hit his way out of a paper bag. (laughs) He he struggled. But, you know, again, man, it's it's a joke. It's a fucking joke. These writers are a fucking joke. I
1: I can't take this shit seriously. I like, you know what I'm saying? I, like I said on It's Twitter, too selective It I just thought, is I said like fuck, ba- fuck the Baseball Hall of Fame And my thing is Like you know If you're gonna have it Like you know Cause Whenever we discussed this like a while back, Ryan. Whenever you brought up the steroids, I'm like, "All right, that's cool." I like, I was willing to concede to that because you made up a lot of great points, and a lot of other people made up great points. I like if this is the contingent on what we're going from, I can respect that. But when Bud Selig got, like, I like that, that was that's out of that
2: clown was, shit. Get, it out, out get here. it out of here. The guy, the guy that literally fucking, the guy that literally profited and exploited the game of baseball to. Grow. Look at how much I grew the game. Fuck him. Fuck you, dude. Because I felt this is
1: how I felt. Like you know, if those the guys in the
2: steroids uh, era
1: don't get to be in, that motherfucker shouldn't be in. Absolutely either. not. He's he a clown. Should.
2: He's a clown. Literally, that guy motherfucking literally let dudes he, do steroids just so there would be these big sexy home run chases. And the thing is, he would have still would have
1: allowed it if Jose Canseco didn't dime them out.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the only reason it ever and, stopped. Because da- Ken Seiko, Ken crazy ass was just like, nope, fuck you. Yep. That dude, shit, Sean, God, man, that was crazy.
1: So, like, so I'll be telling people, let's not try to be, like, on the moral high ground here. You know what I'm saying? Because people be, uh, people want to discredit uh, Barry Bonds. They be like, you all like, Hank Aaron's a real home run king, and I and, and I respect Hank Aaron. But let's not act like people didn't hate that when that shit was going on, too. Absolutely people
2: Absolutely. hated that shit yeah the fucking all the racist dumb idiots let's not were act mad like people... that we're mad that fucking a black man was overtaking a white man's record let's Babe not Ruth, act like yeah they weren't that well, hank aaron dealt with a lot of shit in his life yeah. man i mean a lot of shit
1: also like i tell people let's not act like hank aaron was always loved that was a that's not a thing he was beloved in the southeast yes he was beloved but let's not act yeah. like you know whenever he broke the home run record motherfuckers just up in arms and happy that wasn't a thing
2: nah all right it's revisionist history here for it you is. people it is it very much well is. let's not
1: act like that didn't happen yep. so like i I'd be quick to put that in their face all like no, don't you can't put that on me because people didn't dislike
3: that then Right. I
1: like, you know what I'm saying? High inside is 2020. But when it was actually happened, nobody liked that shit. It's a, you appreciate it now because you're so far away from the only, it.
2: The only people that were excited about that shit were people that were Braves fans. um,
1: And people that weren't dipshits.
2: Yeah, people that weren't dipshits, quite frankly. A lot, like, a, like, like, like a lot of white America back then where it was like... A
3: lot, a lot he shits.
2: got so many... Dude, his daughter had to have an FBI detail for her. At college, because of how many death threats she got. I like
1: shout out. That's clown shit. shout out to Ernie Johnson because Ernie Johnson's dad played with uh, like Hank Aaron like during those times, and he was talking about how there were like Hank would come out to eat with him, the whole family, and there were some restaurants they they couldn't go to because Hank was with them.
2: Yeah. and he was like fuck them shits well like
1: let's not act like you know that's a thing so like you know but yeah but but but, but we're gonna excoriate barry bonds yeah nah fuck all that dude fuck all that and that's just my whole thing Ryan. like people pick and choose and they never have the same energy and whenever and they think you don't know what the hell you're talking about so whenever you bring up this this instant they don't have an answer and you know me i like you know i do my research and whenever i bring something up i hate when motherfuckers do not have an answer for that shit especially if you believe in what you believe in so hard yeah you know what I'm saying? I like, you know, cause my thing is, I like if it was like if you use steroids, you know what I'm saying, you don't deserve to be in. Kurt Schillings doesn't didn't use steroids. He's not in. Well, he was an asshole. Like, well, Fred McGriff wasn't an asshole and he has numbers. What does that say?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just inconsistent man. It's
1: inconsistent. I like and I can't deal with a Hall of Fame that's
2: inconsistent. Yeah. I like, you know what I'm saying? I like I give honestly, man, I'll say out of the three major sports the best Hall of Fame is the basketball one. Yeah. Now, granted, the bar is way lower to get into it because it's a, a general basketball. Yes, what you did for the game, like, outside yeah. of the NBA. Yeah, and yeah, the NBA. yeah, yeah. Like, like if you were... A great college player. If you were a great college player, a great foreign player. player. Like, you can get in. So, um, you know, that's cool. But, um, dude, I, I'm going to say fucking... One other thing. Mm-hmm. Just to really denote how clown shit the baseball writers are, and this might not be that big of a deal to you, but it pissed me off. <laughs> you know who only sent one sat one year on the ballot, and they they didn't he didn't qualify he didn't make enough votes to qualify to even stay on the ballot because you have to hit a certain percentage of votes from people. Wait a
1: minute, like I have a feeling this is going to be easy, but it's going to be is it a pitcher? Yeah, Mike Messina.
2: No, Mussina's in the Hall of Fame. Um, Fucking, um, yeah, he got in, like, fucking however many years ago. Um, Tim Lincecum. Tim Lincecum only spent one year on the ballot. They didn't... Now, here's the thing. Tim Lincecum is not a Hall of Famer. He's not. Based on how cutthroat it is and stuff, uh, yeah, he's not a Hall of Famer. The dude won back-to-back Cy Youngs. He threw a couple of no-hitters. Jesus. For for about a four-year stretch there, he, he was, the was the best, best pitcher ever. in baseball. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying he needs to be on the ballot for 150 years. I'm not saying he needs to go in. I just think it's insulting that a dude that quite frankly was a contemporary of Clayton Kershaw's and was better than fucking Clayton Kershaw. He was better than him.
1: Better like, oh, like overall.
2: Yes, when, like, at the time. Yeah. Oh, I thought at I was the talking time. about time. Yeah, at the yeah, time, at the he, time was. Yeah. he was better than that.
1: Yeah. Him.
2: Like the fuck is that?
1: Are you shitting me? Two-time World Series champion.
2: That's what I'm saying. World Series MVP, fucking absolute Cy Young winner. That guy needed to be on the ballot for a couple of years. That guy was a workhorse. I love Tim. I love, I love Tim Lincecum. like, like inj- again, injuries got the best of him. Yeah. And yeah. And he lost Velo on his fastball yeah, and that that killed him. So like when he threw 95, his breaking stuff played better. Mm-hmm. The second his shit dropped down to 90, they would just sit on his breaking stuff. Yeah. So like I said, I love Tim Lincecum. That's kind of that's just another thing about like why they're they're so shitty. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like the fact that, that dude sat one year on the ballot and they took him off, because I like I that's te- terrible. Like I that's te-
1: that's terrible. It is terrible. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I like the 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 mere fact like they went a year where they didn't put nobody in. That was embarrassing. They do they do
2: that though. They're they're fucking assholes.
1: You know what I'm saying? Cause I know worst Hall of Fame it just is. Cause I know like you know, say so I, I love I love me. So, so I love me some A Rod. You know what I'm saying? And people are like, ooh, A Rod in the Hall of Fame. I like, I will give you that. I like if if you want to go like pretend uh, uh, specifically on steroid use, because with A Rod, I really just don't know when exactly it happened. Right, that's the thing. That, like, you but with Bonds, work. you can tell when it happened. All like, that, but A Rod is kind of hard to like. To tell yeah, him. like Barry
2: Bonds suddenly his head and body quadrupled. Yeah. And suddenly he was hitting more home runs than he did when he was younger. hmm Which he always hit a lot of home runs. Like, yeah. he just... He had such a good swing, and he was pretty strong. But, yeah. no, nah, that's fucking clown
1: shit. Yeah, so A-Rod is kind of hard, like, you know what I'm saying, to kind of kind of divulge when exactly it happened. i like... You know, and even then, I like even though I, I even then, I think A. Rod probably still get in the Hall of Fame, given like you know, what I'm saying the work he's doing on the MLB Network and he's kind of making made, him, made himself kind of like a more likable guy. Right. I like you know, I'm not saying he's gonna get in, but he has a better shot.
2: He's now. re he's making a big concerted effort to rehabilitate his image. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So he's made.
1: So he is doing that. But even then, I love A. Rod. He wasn't on the level of a baseball player as Barry Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I like you gotta think. Bear, a lot of people could probably uh, probably consider Barry Bonds probably one, uh, like a top five greatest baseball players of all time.
2: He might be the best baseball player ever. He might be. I'm not. I'm not saying he is. But but, but so he I,
1: he deserves that consideration. Yeah. Yeah. And anytime you deserve that consideration, that's huge all yeah. the time. And you gotta think there's a lot of great players that played in this game.
2: Yeah. Bonds was a stud, man fucking stupid fuck,
3: you know, fuck so, the baseball cuz
1: cuz my thing is I don't care you know as much as I love A-Rod like I can, I can live without A-Rod being in the Hall of Fame I hate that Barry Bonds is not yeah stupid no uh, like you know what I'm saying so I I'm willing to give a little you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like if y'all wanna shut A Rod out, I, I still think it's clown shit, but whatever. But the mere fact that Bronze and Clemens are out, that's horse shit and I like, you know, and shout out to Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens don't even care. He was like, dude, me, and me shut the door ten years here's ago. Here's the
2: thing, I will say I'm hoping that the fucking so after you get off the 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 old timers like committee can yeah. put you in, that's how blackjack Morris got in. Mhm. Like even though he is, does not have the numbers to be in, he shouldn't be in. Um, so, you know, they literally, um, you know, that they, they could put they could put Bonds and Clemens and and Schilling in. Schilling flat out said he's like, I want to be put in by the. He goes, he goes, the old timers committee will put me in. He goes, I don't respect the fucking media. Yeah. He's like, fuck y'all, you know. Yeah. Which so, again, he's a dork. Fuck, fuck Kurt Schilling as a person.
1: Yeah, but he already knew. Yeah, he knew. So there it is. There it is. You know what I'm saying? So coming up next, so like you know, Tom Brady is retiring or is maybe, he? maybe. I like Jesus. you know we don't know. You know I'm so saying we're gonna get into that, and we also got our Thug Life moment of the week. So you guys keep a lock on the scoreboard on Anchor.
4: Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me a doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet. Because you really put the oogie in boogie.
0: You're listening to Potomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday
4: on Podomatic Radio. Something that has to warm up before you use it, sir. How about your wife?
0: This is the Scoreboard Thug Life Moment of the Week. Brought to you by Nobody. Because we're on a budget. This is the place where douchebag behavior isn't only welcomed, but it's celebrated. Now here's your host, HBK and the Arcade.
1: We're back, everybody. It's that time. The thug life moment of the week. And if you're out here doing thug life shit in 2022, and I know it's kind of hard to because COVID is still a thing and motherfuckers are still quarantining. But if you're still out here doing thug life shit, and you're doing it for the culture. I said we want to hear from you. You can hit us up on our Facebook at www.facebook.com/scoreboard808, or so you can hit me up on Twitter at hbk_underscore_ilmatic, or you can hit the email at radio at yahoo.com. I'll go first because the RK has said he had he had a hell of a. Uh, I have a really funny one. He had a. Yeah, he has a really funny one. So mine, I actually. <laughs> Mine goes to this person named Steve Williams, and like, and here's the thing: like, somebody posted a picture of Magic Johnson and some guy at the uh, at the uh, at the NFC Championship game, and they they said, "Where's his mask? And what about social distancing?" And this dude, Steve Williams, said, "AIDS kills COVID, fam." <laughs> oof, <laughs> oof,
2: man, them
1: man, them jokes still. God, they're just brutal, bro. <laughs> God damn. You- my favorite, my favorite Magic Johnson meme was like a picture of him. It was black and white, and it was like he had like his head down. He said, "All pussy and good pussy
2: fam." <laughs> yep, yep, correct. Um, so my Thug Life moment of the week. So I'm gonna show you a picture real quick, mm-hmm. just for for your posterity. Unfortunately, you lovely viewers and listeners cannot uh, see this, but this is the type. So this girl got a TikTok and she was on TikTok and she goes when you start off as his kid's nanny ended up as his wife mm-hmm. and they just look like that that couple mm-hmm. right like that that's for real like that that girl looks like she used to be this motherfucker's nanny yeah and that dude is like 20 years older than her and he was just banging her wife's wife was yeah. at work right so that it's just the perfect like imagine whatever you want to imagine about how they look you're probably right yeah like she's overly tan, you know what I mean. Like she, she's
1: hot. I like yeah, him. like man,
2: he's a he's like decent looking for an older dude. Yeah, but he, like he, looks kind of
1: scuzzy. Yeah, like he looks like he's like in his mid forties.
2: Yeah. So my favorite thing about this is the Thug Life moment goes. This person that commented on the TikTok, um, they commented, you know, she's like, when you start off as his kids nanny and end up as his wife. And this person commented, now you're taking care of his kids for free? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, bodied.
1: You know what? Some shit. Fumble in the bag, bag bitch. You, it's crazy, man. Like, you know. Like anybody that has a smartphone, like, you know, you be getting like these like stupid ads for like games. Oh, yeah. That that's just like one of those type of games like, you know, that females play where it has like, you know, this like a dude like that that's like rich and stuff and he has like kids and he's about to marry this woman. Yeah. I like, you know, that that they don't like, but you're like the nanny, so you try to gotta try to get with that dude. Yeah, I forgot what that shit's called, but that game's old that that uh ad for that game always comes up on my phone. Gross. Yes, yeah, gross.
2: But yeah, dude, like I said, man, that shit had me cracking up because I was like, like I said, just tan, like fucking young, plastic looking girl. Yeah,
1: and just she looks like a brat's doll.
2: Yeah, exactly. And dude just had the slick back fucking like grow going gray at the temples sugar daddy look yeah man shit was funny as hell but uh but yeah anything to get that young puss right yep yep yeah and her just trying to pussy her way into a bag
1: bro i like before we get into uh before we get into tom brady and uh retiring and shit like bro me me and my friend saying we were sitting there talking about how it was our New Year's. And I was like, fellas, you really need to uh, really need to watch the type of women that you really mess with because these if these women catch you slipping, I like that they will surely have you out here like say looking dumb. So I like there was like this hooters waitress that me and say both know because like you know we don't really know her but we know of her yeah she, she's waited at our table before right so because i like whenever i, I asked who i told Dude you remember you're like yeah i remember that girl so we happen to follow each other on snapchat now this happened on new year's new year's eve going into new year's day right so bro i like i was checking my snapchat i like apparently she goes out with this white dude she has like a snapchat of, like, you know what I'm saying? This dude, like, you know what I'm saying, sucking on her toes. I was like, what? I like, then she had the nerve to write down My Little Simp. I was like, bro, your shit is out there for everybody to see. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that's brutal. You got, and, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with sucking toes. If that's what you like to do, that's what you like to do. But you got to make sure there's no cameras
2: <laughs> for her to put you on Snapchat. Couldn't you be out. me.
1: Couldn't be me.
2: Good lord, bro. I was like, somebody... Has also, to... feet are nasty, bro. I'm just going to flat out throw that out there. That's just me. <laughs> feet are nasty. But uh, that's... Hey, do you, man. Do you... I've seen... Some, man, that's... I've, 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 I've
1: seen worse kinks.
2: Yeah, I've seen... Yeah. But God almighty, bro. Um, Oof. Yeah. Golly.
1: That's brutal. That's brutal. I was like, bro, that's just... Ah. You know, but... I like Mr. Tom Brady. I like. Apparently, this motherfucker doesn't know if he wants to retire or not. There was like a Adam Schefter reported this. So I want yeah. to say last week. So when Adam Schefter he reported this a few days ago, it was
2: yeah. it was like Saturday. It was yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. I like, it, it was Cody Kand's birthday because yeah. I I I, so happy, I te- happy birthday Cody. I te- I texted my boy Cody and I was like, look at your birthday. I was like, look at what you did for us. Dang,
1: I'm some. I'm, Dang, it was his birthday. And I didn't even say happy birthday. My bad, Cody. It it didn't show up on my Facebook. He he,
2: he he deactivates his Facebook every year. So yeah, uh, his his birthday is the day after mine. Ah, uh,
1: but uh, yeah, I'm like I'm sorry, man. But then again, I shouldn't be sorry because you didn't give me the opportunity. So if you didn't give me the opportunity,
2: I shouldn't be sorry.
1: Right, but uh,
2: love you anyway, man. But anyways, so he um, so you know. Tom Brady you know Schefter Schefter leaks this story and then Tom Brady Senior you know Tom's dad mm-hmm. is like well you know he had not made up his mind yet and Tom what I think happened if, if I'm being real with you this is my theory is that somebody close to Tom leaked to the news that he was retiring and I think that I think quite frankly he's pissed about it
1: because he wasn't
2: the one to get I think he wasn't the one to get the he, he felt like it was his decision and he felt like it was his like announcement to make right
1: he, he wanted to do it the same way Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees did it
2: right exactly like like he wanted to sit there drop a, like video, a video drop a video get the, get the editing drop the video yeah you
1: know I have like the voiceover and shit
2: yeah so I'm saying like I think that say, I think he didn't get to do that so I think he's mad as fuck about it. So, which I understand, you know, like cause, I get it. You know, that took his, because that's his moment. Yeah, that's right? his moment. Yeah, it's his last moment of his football career. Ended to be in the spotlight because you
1: gotta think, like, you know, once once you step away, you, like you you're you'll, still, you'll still be like in high reverence, but it's not gonna be like you're you're not in the thick of it anymore.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like ain't nobody like. Like, yeah, Peyton Manning's still out here doing stuff and it's cool. But at the same time It t- wasn't the
1: same as when he was playing.
2: Right, exactly. So in that and that's fine though. You know? Like, that it's perfectly fine. But uh So I think that Tom got aggravated. And I think that Tom now is actually legitimately in a place where because that got taken away from him. He might come back one more year. Because he's got one more year on his contract. Just to be spiteful. And be like, don't fucking tell me. Y'all don't get the leak I'm retiring. Only I get to say that.
1: I feel you. But then again, like, you know what I'm saying? At this stage of his uh, at this stage th- of his career, he got, like, he got an answer to, G- to Giselle. Like, if, if he was single, you best believe he was coming back. But you got to deal with wife and kids, like, you know what I'm saying? He was talking about how it pains just G- Giselle to see him getting hit out there. Yeah,
2: exactly. So that's the thing. Like, it ain't just you, man. Honestly, dude, you 44. I- I'm not trying to be this guy, but, like, dude, you old as shit. Like, don't fucking, like, I just... I just don't think it's the good it's a good move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to be an asshole like
1: and also thing with me with Tom Brady, like you know, people know that I'm a Jets fan, so I like I've dealt with Tom Brady for the better part of like 6 about 18 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it usually with him like He's never really satisfied. It seemed like he was kind of satisfied with how things have gone because he's done everything he needed to do. He's won a he's won a Super Bowl without Belichick, right? You know, i so saying like there's nothing else left for him to do. You know, so like you know, it's about time for him to be, as he said, like in his podcast. Like, to be the uh, to be the type of man and husband he needs to be for his wife and be the type of father he needs to be for his kids. Because his kids are 14, 12, and 9.
2: Yeah, I mean, because I mean, he literally was talking about it. He's like, I have to go to bed at 8.30 every night to make sure that my body's good. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have to, like, do a lot of things. He goes, I'm missing stuff, like, in my kids' lives. Yeah. I think that, like, I think after a point, man, it's like, yeah, like, you got you get tired of missing shit. Yeah, I mean, and I think after a point, too, like, you've given enough to football. You've won like, seven championships. Yeah like if, won.
1: If, yeah, like, if you were to leave, nobody would sit here and excoriate you.
2: No! So, like, you have nothing to prove to anybody. You're arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. You know, most people think you are the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, you've won seven Super Bowls. Like...
1: Three MVPs, five, yeah. five Super Bowl MVPs.
2: Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's fine, it, it's fine. Just it, it's fine. Just let it go, bud. Just let it go, man. Like you, your health's more important. I would hate, uh, honestly, dude. Like, and again, yeah. Am I tired of watching Tom play? Of course I am. My God, I'll be, he's been, he's been running shit since I was ten. I'm <laughs> 31. I'm tired. <laughs>
1: I was like, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he's been ruining my life ever since 2000.
2: That's what I'm saying, man. It's, it's been a long time. So, like, I really
1: think that... But in spite of all of that, I do appreciate greatness. Yeah, of course. I and, see he, it. and
2: he is great. You know? So, that's the thing, man. Like, looking at him, you know, he's had a marvelous career. You know, he's a marvelous quarterback. I think that you got to sit there... And you got to think about life after football a little bit, though. Because mm-hmm. what happens if you come back and look, look? What happens? I think about that Joe Montana hit he took against the Giants. Joe Montana got absolutely fucking murdered By against Morris the Giants. I can't remember if it was Lawrence Taylor or who. I, I just I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Somebody absolutely just bifurcated him. Like it was, it was awful. It's a, it's an awful hit. If you ever can look it up, like yeah. Joe just he just died. Yeah, you know, and Joe was never the same after that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Who's to say that that hit doesn't happen to you next year? Yeah, because I mean, dude, like the thing is, it's a miracle that you're 44 and you really only torn your ACL once. Yeah, like that's insane, you know.
1: Like, that's the only major injury you had. All the other shit's like minor.
2: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure he's been concussed a ton. Yeah. We don't talk about it because LOL, the NFL and their policy on that shit. But like I said, man, really and truly, like, dude, yeah, you still have some shit in the tank, you know? Yeah, you threw for 5,000 yards.
1: Yep. Yeah. I like you're an MVP conversation, but my thing is leave out on a high note. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody gets to have the Michael Strahan, Peyton Manning moment where they, or the Ray Lewis moment, or the Jerome Bettis moment where that last game is the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah.
1: Not everybody has that. I like, you know what I'm saying? And if you would have left last year, you could have had that moment. Like, it just doesn't happen for everybody. And yeah. I think that's what you was probably looking for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of shit with the, like, you know, the Bucks and, like, injuries. Injuries happen. And who's to say that, you know, injuries won't happen next year? Yeah, exactly. You know? So, just like, and the mere fact, like, I've been hearing rumors that, you know, like, he was getting frustrated with just, like, the organization because, you know, Tom Brady loves structure. And Brady, uh, like, in Bill Belichick and the Patriots provided that bruce arians runs a runs a loose shit
2: yeah and bruce arians is kind of an asshole too yeah so
1: you know so like you know you have like a lot of you have like a you have like a lot of shit going on like you know it's just not what tom was used to like and i feel like you know the two years that tom brady hasn't been there belichick appreciates what brady bros to brings to the table now he has to yeah. if he doesn't then he's stubborn you know what I'm saying? Because he like he still he is yet to win a playoff game, you know what I'm saying, without him. Right. Like without him. i like, you know what I'm saying? And Mike Matt Jones might be it. I hope he's not. But you know, you just never know. And I tell Patriot fans all the time, I like, look, man, I like it's funny how they be still be trying to talk spicy and nothing against Matt Jones. But i like, bro, I had to do Brady, who <laughs> in my opinion is the GOAT now. You know, I had to deal with that for 18 years. You really think I give a fuck about Mac Jones? No matter how good he is, he ain't going to be
0: that.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man. So, you know, you just kind of tip your cap to a, career, to a great career. Um, I hope that Tom makes a decision for his family and not himself. Yeah. Because literally the only person he's playing football for at this point Z- is him.
1: Himself is
2: himself. And yeah. it, and it's been like that the last be- be- five seasons.
1: Because he wants to do that.
2: I like, yeah, yeah, and I like, that's
0: fine.
1: I was but, like, dude, I like. He was sitting there saying like, Dijel wanted him to retire like around oh9
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. She's wanted him to retire a long time to yeah. be to be a father and like to be with them. Yeah. You know.
1: I like, do? You like you've had, you've had two. Like if you were to split his stats in half, you would have two Hall of Fame careers. I don't know. A lot of people can't get one. No, I like, bitch. You got two, Hall of yeah. Fame careers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you like, so I I don't know what else you you need to do. I like, like I say, at this point he's just playing for himself.
2: Yeah, and like I said, you know, like yeah, part of me like that little petty part of me wants him to retire. Because I just don't want to see him anymore. But the other part of it is just quite literally, he's a 44 year old old man man that just needs to retire. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like, dude, you got to play for a really, really long time
1: 22 years.
2: And you were like amazing
1: for like 21 of those
2: years. Yeah, exactly. The only year you weren't was the year you tore your leg up. So, you know, dude, hey man, it was a great ride. Go like, go be a father. Go be a father. Go, go be a father, go, go be a husband.
1: Like, you know, go, go run, be a son again. Go like Go run T B twelve. Do yeah. something.
2: Just go do something, man. I think we're done here. Yeah. And the thing is, because the thing is, what difference does his him coming back next year make?
1: It's still gonna be the same thing. It's the
2: same thing. It's gonna be the same thing. Like, dude, yeah, you guys had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Injuries fucked that up. You guys would have a chance to go to the Super Bowl next year. But
1: injuries would probably fuck that up, too. But No Antonio Brown, either. That, that fucks shit up.
2: It's not even that. It's, like, just you know, quite, it's just quite literally like... Okay, you wanted to go right out in the sunset like John Elway. <laughs> if you'd won a Super Bowl, you probably would have rode off in the sunset. Yeah. You know, if you fucking... Now you're just a little upset that somebody leaked your retirement announcement that's what it is. I don't care what anybody says. It's what it is. Okay, that's cool, man. Cause Schefter don't just report stuff.
3: Yeah.
1: Usually, like, usually that. Shit he has. Is...
2: He had a source. Yeah. Like you know, somebody, somebody with some clout told him that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, he's sh- he was gonna retire
3: for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: The only reason he's backpedaling is because he's mad that he didn't get on the only announcement. Yeah. And so, like I said, man, what does that really change though? Because everyone would know this was your last year. Yeah. You're just delaying the inevitable because your contract's over next year. Mm-hmm. You would come back and you'd play this one more year, and then you would retire. It doesn't make a difference. Are you? Do you really need to win Super Bowl number eight that bad? Yeah. Like, do you need it that bad you, that you're willing to risk your health? Your health in your family like dude just just hang it up you're good man you're great just i was, I was I up. like i don't
1: sit like, and the thing is like you know what i'm saying there might be a quarterback that might surpass what you've done i'll never see it in my lifetime we'll be i was like me and your k would be dead and gone before that shit happens right Dead and gone. Right, I'd be shocked. I like you know what I'm saying like the NFL might expand to 20 games. Right. Who knows? Yeah. You know before we see a before before we see a quarterback do what you've done for as long as you've done it. We we're not gonna see this again.
2: That's the thing too, man. That sustained excellence. Like that's it's un, it's ungodly what it's he's done. Of. Like, dude played dude said he wanted to play until he was 45 and like we laughed at him and he made it to 44 and, did. and quite frankly, he could come back, back. and, and well, 45. make 45. He could. He really could.
1: He absolutely fucking could. Like I said, like if it wasn't family shit going on. Like if he didn't have a family he had to consult, he probably would have. But yeah. when you have wife and kids, like, you know, you have to think about them because at some point, you know, you're sacrificing yourself to be great, but they're also sacrificing time with you because they're they're like they're like they're they're sharing you with the whole world. Why do you think I feel so bad for Vanessa Bryant whenever she lost Kobe? She only right. really got to have Kobe. the girls only really got to have Kobe to themselves, like only to themselves for a couple of years. Yeah, and that sucks. You know what I'm saying? She had to share him, like, most of his life with us. hmm Exactly. I like, I don't, I'm not, I like, and I don't want you to be in, I don't want you or Giselle to be in that type of situation.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, well, he actually said something about that on his podcast. He was like, yeah, you know, you just never know. He's like Kobe Bryant, you know, he was here, and then, bam, he didn't get, like, like, Tom, listen, Tom was going to retire. Yeah. The announcement got leaked. Tom might, out of spite, play another year. And, and the
1: thing is, I, don't, I think that's a bad look. I don't think so, because I don't think he's dumb. I don't yeah. think he's dumb. Like, he's going to sit here and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it might take a little bit longer. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I would say, like, in the next couple of weeks, you're going to see a video of him. And be like, yeah, I sat on it. It's time for me to go. They're, like, whole, this whole big elaborate thing, uh, this, this video and stuff. And he'll make it official in a couple of weeks. Because I think that's what was going to happen in the first place. You know what I'm saying? The dude, I thought the dude played a game last week. I like, give him some time. Give him some time. You know what I'm saying? So that's I like, that's just the end of it so but if this is it i like you know tom brady salute to you i like you know y'all i don't salute people that make my life a living hell for 22 years but you know you deserve that because you're fucking excellent and with that being said this is the end end of our show so we got I was at the Pro Bowl like this week if y'all are into that. I'm I'm certainly not. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I like, you know, I'm out on that, boss. Uh you got NBA action, you know say so you got hockey action. Oh, and shout out to shout out to Brianna Stewart because she signed the one year uh, one year deal to come back to the Seattle Storm. She was about to go to the New York Lynx. I like, you know, Storm fan like enjoy her while you can cuz that bitch about to be gone. Oh yeah. I think she just came back for the one more year because Sue Bird came back That's for exactly one more year. That's exactly
2: what happened. I like
1: so so they can run it back one more time. But as soon as Sue Bird retired, that bitch gone, mm-hmm. because her and the New York Liberty was like a for sure. Like she was visiting them. Oh, yeah. and I was like, how do you let? Because I'm a part of a WNBA group. i like, how do you let her touch free agency? A talent like that doesn't touch free agency.
2: You can't. You can't let them even go there. Yeah. You have to have an extension inked. Like. Blank- well before, like in the middle of the contract. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly what you do. You hit them up in the third year of the contract, and you're like, "How you feel about five-year extension?" Yeah, with this amount of
1: money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, hey, so we'll see how that goes but i think yeah i think the days of her being a seattle storm are done because i think that that ship in there is done i think they're about to rebuild soon i think she wants to go go elsewhere so uh is there anything else going on
2: uh i gotta shout out my boy rafael nadal 21 majors all time he's the all-time leader Sweet. he won the australia open fucking because um Novak Djokovic won't get vaccinated. He fumbled, <laughs> yeah, he fumbled the bag. Oh, man. Fucking Australia threw his ass out. Yeah. And then the French Open saying if he tries to come there, they're like, dude, we're going to do the same thing. We ain't letting him in this country. We don't care. He said, what you mean? I, I I refuse to get the shot. Yeah, he, he claims he has a medical exemption. And Australia's like, well, you can exempt these nuts. Fucking <laughs> like nerd. So, Rafael Nadal... um. Is the all-time, you know, Grand Slams winner at 21. Yeah. Uh, one of the best people in fucking tennis. Uh, personally, is my favorite tennis player of all time.
1: Mine's Roger Federer.
2: But that's a great answer. Um. So, Nadal is a. Um, Nadal's a fucking legend. Dude was down two sets to none.
3: Yeah. I, he hadn't
2: come back from two sets to none since like. 2007 yeah. or 2009 and he did it in arguably like because the australia open was the only major he's only won once yeah because he's it's just so hot and like yeah usually some weird fucker wins it yeah somebody that nobody knows yeah so you know fucking nadal won that shit mm-hmm. so he's got two career grand slams mm-hmm. like which is cool Fucking, he's won every major at least twice. Yeah, he's the fuck. He's the man. Yeah, I fucking love Rafael all So I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out my boy.
1: I like it. And I'd be remiss if I didn't wish you happy, happy belated birthday. Oh
2: yeah, thanks man, thanks. Uh, which you reached out to me on the day of, but that's it's neither here nor there. A lot of people wished me well, which was cool. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, yeah, it was pretty low key. Yeah, Just hanging, hanging with the boys, getting some good food.
1: Yeah, so, like, I, it was one of those things, like, it was, compared to what I did for you last year, this one was very underwhelming.
3: <laughs> oh, man, I ain't worried about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Like, yeah. It was very underwhelming. Yeah, man. Kind of made me feel a certain type of way, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's plenty of birthday
2: for the rest of my life, what you did last year, bro? Right? You're good. You don't oh, have to man. buy me a fucking thing ever. But, um...
1: Yeah, but also, like I said, we got all that uh, cool stuff uh, going. So, we will be discussing the Super Bowl next week. We will be giving our Super Bowl picks. Now, as far as the week after the Super Bowl, that's going to be our week off. Mm -hmm. But the week after that, like you know, we'll discuss the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, we're we're not going to break our routine because, fuck all that. So, yeah like i said like you don't have anything else ryan no nope, that'll do it that'll do it so you guys be awesome you guys be great thank you for sticking with us even though you know what i'm saying we it's had, been a minute it's been a minute you know what I'm saying shit like that happens life happens you know we love you guys we appreciate you guys sending uh sending your questions and like you know your comments and concerns and with that we're out peace out later guys